Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies? And welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope you guys had a super productive or relaxing weekend if you needed um, a little break, if you've been a little stressed. (laughs) I've had a busy couple of weeks myself. They don't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. Wedding planning is really starting to rev up. Um, We're moving next month. I have my first bridal appointment next week. And they say, or at least what I hear, is that when you start looking for dresses, it becomes a little more real. And so you really, really get knee deep into the planning. So I'm super excited for that. For some reason, I've always loved the month of May, probably because when I was in school, it meant that school was wrapping up (laughs) uh, for the semester. But I especially love the graduation period. So many amazing Black queens have been getting their bachelor's, their master's, and they're starting their new careers. Weather gets warmer, moods, well, at least my mood, gets a little lighter. Um, Although we aren't all over town raging because of Rona still, the weather is prettier. We're walking more as a family, so it's starting to lighten up how I feel each day, at least, Um, which has been super, super nice. But I always reflect back on this period of graduating in May, probably thanks to Facebook memories. <laughs> but I always remember specifically when I graduated college and how hard it was for me. Nothing prepared me for the suckville that is post-grad life. I remember like a year ago or so. I had tweeted something like the first six months of post-grad were the hardest of my life and so many People liked it and retweeted it and resonated with it, which in that moment had me super confused because I thought it was just me. I thought I was the only person who was straight up riding the struggle bus every single morning. When I woke up to when I closed my eyes at night, it was struggle. And so it was really fucking nice to know that so many people that were my age felt the exact same way I did. I don't know what it is about that first half year after you graduated and get your degree, but holy fucking shit. It's tough. It's so tough. I think that is one of the hardest periods um, in my life. Top three for sure. But I remember graduating with my degree in nutrition, being so naive. I was still working at Sally's, which was my job that last semester in college. And I remember being so naive and so excited to be working as a nutritionist. But finding a job in your field alone is hilarious. <laughs> like if you if you've graduated with a degree and you've and you started li- finding a fucking job, period, is ridiculous. But specifically trying to narrow down your job searching and finding a job in your field, it is a lot harder than what you were expecting. I think I almost expected that expected that my degree was just like the golden ticket off Willy Wonka. Like no matter what I applied for, they were like, oh, you have a degree? Bet. Like you, here's your, like, when can you start? <laughs> Doesn't work that way. So, hold on. Side note, I hope I'm not scaring anyone. I promise this is a happy story at the end. But I remember being so naive and thinking that it was going to be so easy to find a job in my field. And I was wrong. It was really hard. And one that paid a decent rate at that because I also expected 
expected that my degree was going to be my safety net for a good income and that whatever job I found in my field, wherever I worked at, they were going to pay really well because I had a degree and that was not the case. So post-grad life, not only was I still a broke college student at heart and physically, (laughs) I started second guessing why the hell I even had a degree in the first place. I remember landing a job in a chiropractic office as a nutritionist and being super hands-on with the clients and um, the patients of the doctor and hating it. I mean, hating it, dreading waking up and going to work each morning and thinking, is this it? This is what I spent four, well, five years for me, four years in school for, to hate my job, to come home miserable and complaining to my partner every single day, which led to a very brief stint of depression that trickled down to nearly every aspect of my life. My relationship with my friends, my partner, my family, and definitely my job, because that was honestly the, the source of it. Guys, I remember this day like it was yesterday. It was a few days after New Year's, and the office Um, We had closed for like two weeks for like a a Christmas break and the office was opening back up and I was having car issues and I was getting super nervous about that because I had no money to pay for it. (laughs) I had just launched Chantel Taylor Nutrition a few months prior to that and so... I was still undercharging like a motherfucker. I was coming home from work, staying up until 3, 4 a.m. to do meal plans, going to sleep for literally a couple of hours, waking up and going back to work. Talk about misery. I was miserable. But it was a few days before New Year's and I got a call from the doctor's wife. Well, actually, I think it was, I think both of them were on their phone. They either had me on like a three-way or they were sitting there together. And um, basically, they were toying with the idea of me being there anymore on the phone with me. I think it was because it had just finally began to show that I just hated it there. I think I was subconsciously just putting out that energy. I was working with middle-aged to older white women day in and day out, and it it just was not for me. It wasn't the it wasn't my community. It wasn't who I wanted to be helping, and it's not honestly who needed to be helped. So I just didn't like it. I'd kind of just accepted that that was my reality. So they had me on speaker in my face contemplating whether I'm going to be there or not. So in a very sudden incident, I mean, without even thinking, I said, that's okay. I quit. And I hung up the phone. I remember I hung up. I cried. (laughs) I called my mama, cried. I called Otis, cried. When Otis got home that night, I cried some more. Otis and I were talking that day um, about everything that happened and, and, and I was kind of venting. And then I told him, I asked him, I said, would you be okay or would you feel comfortable if I didn't look for another job, if I pushed for my business? And it wasn't like I was asking for permission, but at the end of the day, I was trying to be inclusive because he now had this greater sense of responsibility because although I was doing very well with my business and it was great passive income on top of what I was already making, there was no guarantee. There was no guarantee that it was going to do well. And if I followed statistics, honestly, I probably would have found another job because a lot of small businesses don't make it. But that day, I decided that that was my bottom. That was my rock bottom. And I could only go up from here. And if I wanted to make a life that I was proud of, that I was happy, that I thrived in, that I was excited to get up and do every day, I had to create it for myself. Two months later, I had my very first 10K month in my business. And at this point in my career, that monthly number had doubled. But none of that, and I mean none of that would have been possible 
had I kept my ass in that little office. That's not to say I wasn't super sad. Even though I technically walked away, it felt like I had been let go. I mean, they were on the phone toying with whether or not I was going to be there. It was a feeling of not feeling good enough, not feeling smart enough or valuable enough or hell, even respected enough because I had two people on the phone basically trying to decide if I'm worthy enough. And that sucked. It sucked because post-grad life was not what I imagined it to be in the slightest. I was depressed, broke, and insecure. None of the feelings I wanted, but had no idea how to let it go. The moment I hung up that phone that day, I took control of my life. Guys, I took control. I got my ass in the driver's seat and I steered in the direction that I wanted to go. I took control of the people I kept around me, where I invested and directed my energy. The only person who needed to value me was me, period. I stopped trying to find the perfect work environment and I created my own. I stopped trying to find where I fit in and I forged my own path. But I wouldn't, I couldn't be where I am today if it didn't suck first. And baby, it sucked really fucking bad. Let me tell you, it sucked, okay? But that sucky period is where transformation happens. It's the catalyst to it all. It's the fire that's ignited under you when you feel like you're stuck forever. It's the glimmer of hope in a dark room. So ladies, embrace the suck. Welcome it. When you're in a sucky period, know that this is your bottom. This is rock bottom right here where you are. If it sucks really bad for you right now, baby, this is where it gets better. But you've got to take control of that. You have to take the step each day. You have to because the suck is the starting line. Ladies, that wraps up today's episode of Force of Habit. And I really fucking hope <laughs> if no other episode has ever resonated with you, I hope today's sucker punched you in the gut. I really do. <laughs> I hope it was the reassurance you needed to know that it's going to get better, but also the kick in the ass that you needed to know that if you want to get out that sucky period, baby, you've got to get up on your feet in the morning and start taking steps to do it. I think life, unfortunately, a lot of the time is making the most out of really terrible situations. And it's really important that you don't get caught up in the bad and that you keep looking forward to what's to come. You've got to forge your own path. You've got to make a way because you are the only person who's in control of what happens to you. You, 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 you. So get up today and make some shit happen. As always, ladies, you can find me on Instagram at Chantel Taylor Nutrition. I would love to hear from you. And if you're feeling really fancy today, go ahead and leave me a five-star rating and review. And if today's episode wasn't for you, you know what? That's okay. The next one will be. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.